just be yourself because you're there to talk to people, find out about them, be interested, be genuine. You're not there to be one of those people that just goes around the room and shoves business cards in everybody's hands. That's not networking. That's selling to the room. You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast, sponsored by Zero. I use Zero's accounting and bookkeeping software to manage my clients' accounts, and I love it. If you haven't tried it yet, head over to zero.com with an X, and you can either start a free 30-day trial or sign up to Zero's partner program to join their amazing community, forward-thinking accountants and bookkeepers. Hi, and welcome back to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm here with Joe Wood, and we're joined by Jill Russell. Jill is our member success coordinator, and we're excited to have a chat about networking and doing your 60-second pitch and all those things that we really fear, I think, when we're going into these kind of environments for the first time. So, Jill, thanks for your time today. Do you want to start by telling us a bit about what you do? Yeah, hi Joe, hi Zoe. Yeah, so my name is Jill Russell um, and um, I work with you girls in the uh, Six Figure Book Club, uh, Six Figure Bookkeepers Club and uh, support the members there as member success coordinator. But my background is in business. I had my first business at 17 and um, have had many more since. So um, a very big, vast experience, but also um, in networking, and referral marketing and I have my own business which is the jillrussellconsultancy.com. Love that, I love that and um, so networking like you've been you've been networking for a really long time and I've heard that you have I mean because I don't like some of our viewers now won't know as some of our listeners won't know uh, your connection with Joe. Um, Jill's Joe's mum and Jill came along to one of our events actually it was last year this time last year we launched mm. our book we went to the Shard and uh, we were we invited some of the members of our community who were also authors in that book along to the launch event and Jill came as well as proud mum and um, Jill just I mean I knew you had a networking background but I couldn't believe the power of having you in the room and we've been having conversations about you know we need someone to support us with delivering the success program and making sure that people really have everything they need because we you know there's only two of us what can we do to make sure that everyone gets a better experience being in the community we need somebody making sure people can get to the end of the program and then we had this conversation one day and I was like I feel like we need Jill and um, yeah, so how did you get into networking in the first place? How did that happen for you? Well, Zoe, as you know with me, there's always a story and it's never normal, okay? Um, I um, wanted a new business. I picked the dictionary up one day and thought, and it fell on the letter P, and I thought of three things beginning with P. Um, I picked psychic, photographer, and pianist. I bought a piano. Um, bought some tarot cards and then ended up getting myself a job as a photographer and um, then went on to have my own business and I needed to grow my network and somebody invited me along to to a networking event and I went along and I loved it and um, I grew my business from there but more than that um, networking changed my life completely and that of my family you know when I think back to what it's done um, as well as making a huge amount of friends and great contacts. Um, it helped me build my business. Um, we bought another business through networking. I've trained thousands of people, uh, business owners, and helped them grow their businesses. Um, I got, I met Hugh Grant, 
um, which um, I was able to take my best friend to, because she loves him. So I got Hugh Grant and my best friend to have a photo together. Um, I've um, I've met ambassadors and I've networked with dignitaries and um, one of my claims to fame, which I'm sure Joe will remember, is um, I was invited to um, a networking dinner of 300 people, which was hosted by President Clinton. So I've been about a bit, yeah. You certainly have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness, yes. I um, have grown up with lots of mum's stories of um, the networking events that she's been to. And it never, you know, it never seemed like it was a chore. Obviously, it was, though, in the beginning. When you were brand new in your photography business and you wanted to grow that business and someone invited you to a networking event, did you have any like preconceptions of what it would be like? And was you nervous on your, your first time of going? Well, in those days, I was invited by a letter because that's how old I am. And um, actually, when I saw that it said 6.30 in the morning, I screwed it up and put it in the bin because I thought somebody was having a laugh. And actually, the lady who sent it, who then followed up with a phone call, is now one of my best friends. Because if it hadn't been for her, I wouldn't have done all of those things that I've just said. But she said, she explained it to me. I was really, really nervous. Never, ever done anything like that. And um, when I got there, it was um, a room of, I think a hundred people, um, because it was a visitors' day, um, and um, five of us applied in the category of photographer, um, but I was lucky enough to be chosen. So um, yeah, I was really nervous. I, I didn't know what to expect. So, what, oh, sorry. <laughs> what what advice? You know, what 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 made you think that mm. networking was going to be the key for you to grow your business? What what had um, what did you think it was going to give you that other methods or had you used other methods and they'd failed or is it because if you had a letter come like it was obviously new, when and you saw six thirty it was obviously a, kind of a quite a brand new concept to you you know what what was it that you was hoping you were going to get and achieve? I just wanted to. I, I was finding being um, a solopreneur quite lonely, I needed clients. And I knew to do that, I needed to meet with other people to tell them about my business. And my budget was really, really low. And I didn't have the money to advertise in the glossy wedding magazines that um, that was needed. So this thing to me, you know, just, just go along and, and see, really. Um, and um, yeah, it all, it all worked out, not in the way I thought it was going to work out, but it all worked out. Do you, um, what you said about like the glossy magazines, I, I remember thinking about sort of advertising and, you know, where do you want to be to be in front of the right kind of people who have the budget to invest in, in the way you would like them to invest in your services and see the value of the investment they're making? Do you think that from a bookkeeper's point of view, do they need to be thinking about how do they get in like you know do we need to be getting ourselves in glossy magazines or are we just not seeing the benefit of something like free networking that we could do i think it's a tool that everybody should explore i'm not saying the glossy magazines because your market may be very different to that but obviously there's lots of local magazines and and things like that that you could advertise in i think that's well worth looking at because you know not networking is not for everybody so um 
yeah, just yeah, I would I would say look at everything and and decide what tools you're going to use. We were speaking to Steph Merrill yesterday about how she's been using networking, and she said something interesting, um, which I didn't really realise. But there are lots of different types of networking because she said she was doing one where they went on a walk and at one point people move back and forward so that it's like speed dating while walking but for business chat and then um and then she said that she's got another one where it's a dinner and she doesn't know who's going to be sitting around the table and um so they these kind of ones yes there might not be that pitch as such but you've still got to walk into a room full of strangers and strike up a conversation how how do you do that? And I think it's called like like open networking. What what are your top tips for open networking in a room where it's not like a structured thing, but you're just going to turn up? Maybe you'll go and grab a coffee, and then you turn around with your cup of coffee, and there's all these people chatting around the room. What do you do? How do you how do you move forward? Okay, so any any sort of event that you're going to, whether that be a social event like a wedding, you know everything's networking when you're meeting people. I would say. Yes, you're going there to make connections. You're going there to have a chat. Just relax. Just be yourself, okay? Go and try and enjoy it as best as you can. And you're not there to sell to the room. And hopefully people won't try and sell to you because that's a bit ick, as my grandchildren would say. (laughs) Um, Just be yourself because you're there to, to talk to people, find out about them, be interested, be genuine. You're not there to be one of those people that just goes around the room and shoves business cards in everybody's hands. That's not networking. Um, That's selling to the room. So um, that's what I would say. And a really interesting point um, that actually came up yesterday when we was talking about networking or you was talking about networking in the boot camp, there's a really top tip about open networking because all networking events will include some standing up, having a coffee. So rather than going into it and if somebody speaks to you, what we call have a close to, where one standing there and one standing there, try and open it up so that you're standing at an angle so that people can feel that they can come and join you. So therefore, if you do see somebody that's on their own, you could say, would you like to come and join us? Because you're, you're open to that rather than closing in. And also you could say if you're on your own, this was one of the things that come up yesterday. If you're on your own, if somebody's in that sort of open chatting posture, you could say, can I come and join you? Okay. They're not going to say no. <laughs> They're not going to say no. But, you know, that's just something um, that you can do. And as you said, not all events that you go to will require you to do an elevator pitch or a 60-second pitch. It might just be about... Um, meeting other people but you still need to be prepared oh my gosh um that's it sounds so simple to think about how you're standing and to say would you like to come and join us and to say because that that feels like an awkward moment there's someone standing you're having a chat you're like and then you're like oh god that person I should really welcome them in but we're in the middle of a conversation and I don't want to be rude but to just say oh come and join us would you like to come and join in or would you like to come and join us? Sounds like something I say to my four-year-olds. But <laughs> would you like to come and join us? Is a very different, and I think just even preparing, saying that, could I come and join you? 
would you like to come and join us? So those words come out of your mouth and you don't say, say it in the way I just described talking to my little kids. Um, then you feel more comfortable with that in the moment, don't you? It's really interesting how we can like practice things and then be more ready. It's yeah. so simple, yeah. but really effective. It is. And, and that's what networking is about. You're, you're not there to have just private conversations. That would be for afterwards, you know, you're there to, to meet people and um, possibly exchange business cards if, if that's appropriate at that time. Um, but I would also say, like um, I think Joe just said, oh, you know, you grab a coffee. I would always, you know, something simple like grabbing a coffee. If there's a mug, I would always go for a mug because when you've got a cup and saucer, it's even harder to get your business cards out of your bag. Um, and don't forget, ladies, Steph, great tip, you know, the, the handbag across across the front is really great for our gentlemen don't forget your man bag and if you don't want a man bag make sure you've got your business cards either in your pocket or near to you on a table okay that's fine too as long as you can handle them you know open networking can be a really great and very beneficial way of meeting people the open stars actually can also help you get out of a tricky situation okay now, I hope this doesn't give you the heebie-jeebies of it, okay? But <laughs> imagine imagine that you've been cornered by somebody, somebody who's trying to sell to you, somebody that you don't want to be with. If you're in that more open stance, it's easy to say, well, excuse me, just give me a minute. I need to go and see this person or I need to go and take this phone call. It's easier than when you're stuck uh, together. Um, oh, I like that idea. I mean, this can all be used for dating too, of course. <laughs> um, brilliant, brilliant. Um, so you said earlier, don't go there to sell to the room. What did you mean by that? Because surely that's what we think. We're going there to sell ourselves to the room. When you say you're not selling to the room, who are we selling to then? What's the point of going? You're going there to make connections. Okay, you're not going there to sell to that particular person. It's about finding out whether you can help each other. Who are their connections? This is what this is what networking means. It's not about um, finding that in person. And, and, and I'll give you some top tips on that and really make, you know, that open up for you to, to really think about this. It's about going there and having some great questions prepared so that you can ask other people, you know, something like, oh, have you attended this event before? Do you do a lot of networking? How do you help your clients? Be really interested. And this takes preparation. It's not maybe going to come naturally. The natural question comes, what do you do? Okay. And in return, if you've got some interesting answers, okay, so we used to use this a lot in training, and I'm really sorry about this, but we did. Um, we used to say, okay, you go up to somebody, somebody says to you, and what do you do? And you say, I'm an accountant. It's almost like the end of the conversation because nobody knows what accountants do. And they use, as business owners, we usually see them once a year and they're most probably telling us off for something, you know. So, and, and I know you guys are, are changing that mould, thank God. Okay. But if you could say something like, um, I don't know. Um, say for me, I'd say something like, "Oh, I help more business. I help business owners sell more than they thought they could." Okay, and somebody might go, well, "How do you do that?" 
because I haven't actually told them what I do, all right? So you could say, in your profession, you could say something like, um, I help my clients understand their numbers and um, improve on their bottom line, okay? Bottom line might not be the right term. It might be profits for you or whatever, but I know bottom line would resonate with me. So can you see, it's, it's about, even if you're not doing a pitch, okay, it's really about making sure that you've got some good, interesting questions to ask and that you listen to the answers and take the conversation from there. And you have a way of introducing yourself without saying, I'm an accountant or I'm a bookkeeper. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that if you say I'm a book, if you ask a question, what do you do? Or uh, the, the answer is naturally a very closed full stop. This is what I do. Mm -hmm. This is my profession. Whereas if you ask a how question, how do you help people do this? It has to be a longer answer, doesn't it? That then is going to create more conversations. So starting with how is maybe the way to think about framing the questions that you're going to ask people that you meet. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and again, you know, if you're not ready to, to ask them about their business, you could just say, you know, about the networking event. Have you come here before? Do you live locally? Just it's actually just ordinary questions when you're interested in people. But sometimes if you're feeling a little bit nervous, it's better to have some prepared, mm. you know, just so you've gone through them. Jill, there's a question here from Claire who's watching at the moment. And she said, I feel so anxious about the thought of going to in-person networking events. I've tried a few online ones and sadly they were ick with dominating people, <laughs> dominantly men, giving sales pitches. How do you work out beforehand if it's a good group? And that's an important one, isn't it? Because we're oh. so time poor and we want to make sure we go to the right thing. But oh, what do love, we this. love this question, Claire. Love this question. The girls will tell you that I am a real details person. And I think overcoming nerves, um, I call it my six P's of preparation. So if you're ready, I'm going to give you some six P's of preparation, which is not easy to say. OK, um, this will help you to understand what is right for you. So make sure that you do really look into what is going to be right for you. So, Claire, if you're really, really anxious, then maybe not go into something where you're going to have to stand up and do a pitch would be right for you. OK, do you want to go somewhere local? Where would you feel comfortable? OK, prepare for the event. Find out what is expected of you, what the timing is. Are you going to have anything to eat? Are you going to be standing? Find out everything. Find out about the parking and the cost and the time it's going to take to travel there. So for me, as Joe will tell you, I am a control freak, okay? I like to help my nerves by being in control of where I'm going, okay? Um, remember, you know, little things like what you're going to wear, they may ask you to wear um, a name badge, okay? So if you've got a really... Um, flimsy top on a name badge can like pull things down okay so think about all the details get prepared and then as I said prepare your questions prepare your um, 60 seconds if required and just really do as much of that as you can the other thing I'd do is if you can possibly speak to the organizer um, and let them know it's your first time let them know that you're feeling anxious and often a lot of them will say, 
don't worry, what I'll do is I'll look out for you and I'll meet you at the door, yeah? And I'll I'll come in and, and introduce you so you don't feel like you're on your own. Um, and most networking events will have somebody that will do that for you. So can you go over the P's again? What are the six P's? Okay. Prepare for the event. Yeah. Prepare your questions. Yeah. Prepare your introduction, stroke elevator pitch, what you're going to say about yourself. Mm -hmm. Number four is prepare your 60 seconds if required. Number five is prepare your stories to back up your points. Okay, so if you're going to say, I help somebody understand their numbers, somebody might say, how do you do that? Okay, so then you would go into, oh, well, I helped this person and this is how I helped him. Okay. Mm -hmm. And number six is prepare by practicing. Okay. Read it out. Time it. If you're doing the 60 seconds, read it out. Time it. Practice it in the mirror. And then Joe will remember this because I've had to do it to her and she's had to do it to me. Prepare it, in, you know, say it, stand up and say it in front of a family member, a friend. Okay. It will really get, get you seeing whether it's coming out right and get their feedback, okay? Be gentle. <laughs> oh, I love this. I love seeing all the comments coming through as well. Everyone like thinking about, you know, how, how can I prepare? Um, how I'm gonna introduce myself. It's amazing. Um, Claire says, thank you. It's like a job interview. Do you, do you think, like, I feel like when we go networking, we just see it as, oh, it was when we were talking to Steph yesterday, for anyone who listened to that, she was very much going out there to see, to go and enjoy herself, have an experience of doing a different thing for the day, meeting some other people, and then maybe she'd make a friend or a connection or someone who would be a support to her business in the future. I kind of can see it like that now, but I've also felt that awful, I must go to networking because I need to find some clients and you know make connections and oh, I actually hate this. Uh, and I can see, I can imagine, I can like, I obviously didn't know Joe years and years ago, but I can imagine her growing up in your house, Jill, and you doing all this like prep and saying to her, go and practice in the mirror and all of these kind of things, which I imagine your house is this really like positive, empowering place. Do you think that um, what can you do to get your mind ready going into these events? Because you can obviously do all this kind of preparation, this tangible stuff. Well, what do you do to like get yourself in the right place in your, in your mind? OK, now this is going to sound strange, but don't knock it till you've tried it. OK. I learned this, Joe and I learned this from the wonderful Tony Robbins. And, uh, you know, Tony Robbins is the big giant American mentor. And he says, you can change your state just like that. You can go from being, you can make yourself feel sad. You can make yourself feel confident. You can make yourself feel anxious. Okay. But the practical way he did this, okay, you won't, and I've told some of the members this, okay, and I know they've been using it. It's a great interview tip, actually. Before you get everything prepared, okay, and either definitely before you go or when you arrive at the event, if the ladies is the ladies changing room and butt toilet is free, go and stand in the mirror, stand up tall, shoulders back, nice deep breath, okay. Now, the minor one is you can make a really silly face at yourself, okay, because it makes you laugh, all right. And it releases all the tension in your shoulders, okay? 
even better than that, if you're brave, stand in front of the mirror and do a starfish. Okay, really spread yourself out. Give yourself a big, silly pose. Okay, you can't help but feel better. Okay, and and I've used this with with the family. With I mean, Joe's the oldest of five, so they've all been through this training. And when I go to interviews and feel nervous, go and do a starfish. Not in the interview. Okay, not in the interview. Okay. <laughs> I just love this. I went, oh, the seventh P, posture. <laughs> oh, that's going. I'm having that one, posture. We definitely were taught to do this at home. And we were also taught to do um, the Superman pose, legs apart a little bit, hands on hips. And I, I, I did that. If anyone ever saw my first introduction of my uh, my bookkeeping practice on LinkedIn, I had I've filmed it. It took two days to film, and in between each time, I had to keep resetting my confidence back to the Superman pose before I filmed again. Um, and um, yeah, it was so any stressful situation, it really, really does help. Starfish, someone said, brilliant. Um, and <laughs> I, I mean, okay, so you you've 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 prepared, you've done all the seven seven P's, seven you're P's. in the room. You've you've said hello to some people. You've kept your open stance. You've drunk your coffee, and then the moment comes when they say, "If if you're at this type of event, obviously there are different ones." But I remember this. They say, "Would you like to take a seat?" Oh, then the nerves kick in because they're gonna they're gonna go round everywhere, and then you're thinking, "Where do I sit? Where do I sit? Where's where's the furthest point away?" Or do I want to go first? <laughs> and all these things, and then I start thinking, "Remember what you're gonna say. Remember what you're gonna say." So the sixty second pitch is coming. How do we how do we prepare ourselves for the 60 second pitch? What is what are the points? What do we need to get across? You know, how do we do we talk about us? Do we talk about results? Do we talk about how to contact? What do we do? Okay. Don't panic. Okay. This is part of the preparation, the seven P's of preparation now, okay, is to prepare. I'm gonna give you um a very basic 67. 60 second pitch outline that you can adapt as you want. And I'm going to give you some suggested amount of seconds that can go with this pitch so that you can help with your timing. Okay. So this is the basic one. All right. And then I'll give you a few tweaks if you're already at the point where you're doing your 60 seconds and you'd like to change it up a bit. I'll give you a few pointers there. Okay, so hope you're ready with your pens and papers. Okay, this is the basic one. It starts off with an introduction. Okay, and I like to say this, I like to use the reverse James Bond. Okay, so you know when he goes, I'm Bond, James Bond. Okay, I want you to reverse that. We don't have to say it in that accent either because that would be weird, right? <laughs> just say, just say, so I would say, I'm Jill, Jill Russell. Are you all right, Zoe? Sorry, have I sent you off onto it? <laughs> I'm not sure this is like our team meetings, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so what I mean by that is because the aim of your 60 seconds is to be memorable, but memorable for the right reasons, obviously, not doing the James Bond impression. Um, so you want people to remember your name and your first name is the one that they're going to want to remember. So. I'm Jill, Jill Russell. Okay. If you want to put your business name there, fine. It's not important. We can do that at the end. All right. But if you wanted to, you could. All right. 
allow three seconds for that. That's all it's going to take. All right. The next part is the main part. It's I would allow 20 seconds for this. This would be your book. How can you help people? How can you help business owners? What is it that you can do that relieves their pain points? Now, what's so important about this? I say it's the hook because at this point, you really need to keep their attention because otherwise they're going to be looking at their phones or doing something else. All right. So what is it that you do? Uh, do you, you could say something like, you know, business owners. What do they suffer from? Lack of sleep, worrying about money, worrying about their tax return. From your point of view in your sector, there's so many business worries that you could address them. OK. So 20 seconds, tell them how you solved that. You could tell a story there. But again, this is where you need to practice because otherwise you won't get the timings right and you'll maybe be using too much time on one thing than the other. The next part is to 10 seconds on to tell them how you do that. OK, so you could say, you know, I we have um, a discovery call or we meet in person or whatever it is how do you help your clients all right the next 10 seconds okay now this is going to be controversial all right you need to ask you need to ask who you're looking for okay you want to let people know how they can help you who are you looking for who is your ideal client now, when you first start out, this really makes you feel nervous. So I'm going to allow you to do what you want to do here. OK, but I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to give you a story about why. OK, I want you to be as specific as you can. And when I say specific, I'm saying the end result would be the name of the person and the company that you want an introduction into. OK. This is really getting to the nitty gritty. Now, I know a lot of you are going to go, oh, can't do that, can't do that. But there's a process we can work towards that as your confidence grows. OK, so the story being how I made photography work for me when I went in there, I was a wedding portrait photographer and I was like, well, how do I how am I going to know who's getting married? How am I going to ask the specific person? And then I realised and, and I and people, other people helped me, and I said, actually, you want to get into wedding venues. You want to get into that type of environment. So I started to ask for um, an introduction into the wedding organiser at the London Golf Club. The London Golf Club's based on the outskirts of Kent, very prestigious venue. And I asked, and I asked, and I asked, and I eventually got it, okay? And I've become their preferred supplier. So can you see how it can work? But at the beginning, if you're feeling a little bit nervous, say something like, "I'm looking." I, yesterday, people were looking for people in the building industry. Uh, people were looking for people that did self-assessments. So you could maybe marginalise it down to that. Your last 10 seconds, you end with your name and your company name. So again, you reverse James Bond, okay? So I'm Jill, Jill Russell, the Jill Russell Consultancy. You can find me on LinkedIn, okay, whatever you want to do, all right? Pushing it a little bit more when you're 
when you want to. You can give yourself a strap line at the end. Make yourself memorable. So a strap line is something like, you know, Nike, they say just do it. I mean, McDonald's now don't even have to say anything. They just whistle. I mean, that would be great. <laughs> but don't whistle. No, not if you're, if you're nervous, don't whistle. <laughs> That's not one of my best ideas. Okay. <laughs> so you've got 60 seconds there. Okay. You can play around with that. What I would say is pop it onto some palm cards. Okay. So you've got sort of each section. Number those palm cards and put a treasury tag in them, okay? Because when you're nervous, you tend to drop things. These are all things I've done, honestly. So I'm just telling you, don't do it, all right? If you're feeling really brave, rather than standing at a table, okay? If it allows, walk to the front and do it from the front, okay? That's when you're gaining a little bit more confidence because then everybody can see you, all right? But that's pushing you a little bit further. Remember that you are not just auditory. You, people are not just listening to you, they're seeing you, all right? So be memorable and grab their attention. Now, I've shared this with a few of you that I've had one-to-ones with, but one of the best ones I saw from finance, from the finance team, okay? They wasn't a bookkeeper, but they was in finance. They got to the front um, and they held a watch of, £5,000 in notes. Okay, now I'm not saying you've got to take £5,000, but as a visual, everybody was watching him. Nobody took their eyes off that. And you know what? He never mentioned the money at all. It was just that, that was it. But did we listen to his 60 seconds? Yes, we did. <laughs> he was memorable. So but there's a basic, and you've got a few things that you can add on. Um, and just work on it just give it a go practice 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 that's really good i i, I love i mean I, f- I feel like it would be relevant here for someone to take a load of cash with them <laughs> but i'm like maybe not real cash um i, I yeah. wrote it down jill while you were doing it, and i think it you know it's a really straightforward format so can i just go through this just to recap because i, I yes. know we a lot. so if i was to do this right now i would start and i'd say i'm zoe zoe whitman um you started your business. So I would then talk about their pain points. I want to get straight in with what their problem is. You started your business because you wanted to earn more and have more flexibility than you had in employment. But the way you're feeling right now is that you are trapped in a job you've created for yourself. You only know how to charge by the hour. um, And you feel like you might be better off just to go and get a job working for somebody else, given all the hours you're putting into your business. I help people who would describe themselves as freelancers to build a six-figure business while they only work part-time through the program I run with Joe Wood called the Six Month Success Program. That's right, isn't it? So I've done their pain point. Then I've said, this is how I can help you. I'm looking to connect with bookkeepers who want to build a business that works around their family commitments. Although I could also say, I'm looking to connect with people overseas who've been listening to our podcast for a really long time who'd like to bring what we do overseas. I could say I could ask for someone very specific um, and I've just pitched. So if you are interested, please speak, speak to us. Um, and then I could wrap and then I wrap up. Right. And I say, I'm Zoe, Zoe Whitman. Connect with me in our free Facebook community, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. Or I give them. Can I give them something? Can I have a call to action that's like, come and see me for a free. 
I don't know. We were talking yesterday about trolley coins. Come and see me for your free trolley coin. I love the trolley coin. The trolley coin was brilliant and that we've got to have some. Yeah, that, that was absolutely, absolutely perfect. And you haven't actually told anybody what you actually do. You don't need to be, you know, you are the expert in the room. They, everybody expects you to be qualified in what you do. Yeah, so you don't need to roll off all of that, which a lot you see a lot of people doing because they're nervous. So that's that's great. You know, you're making and your and your language, Zoe, was perfect because you wasn't saying I can help you. You were saying I can help business owners. So again, you're not selling to the room. Yeah, you're 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 pitching to people that they might know, and that makes everybody feel so much more comfortable because you don't want to be sold to, you know. So, well done. Top 10 out of 10. Oh, amazing, Zoe. I love that. I'd love to see if anyone else has managed to construct theirs and, like, you can share that in the comments as well because um, I, there, I, I think it's, it is simplest. It's broken down. Now, this is the thing with something that's simple. Like we said earlier, it doesn't mean it's easy to do. And I do remember repeating and repeating and talking like my 60 seconds through and through and through and through um yeah lots of love in the comments everyone is loving this and i think it's good because it's a framework isn't it it's like it's like how would you do it but not only does this work here when you really nail it and know it you can adapt it for any kind of conversation that you're having but also for your introduction on your website or in your LinkedIn um, headline, all of these things, once you've really nailed it, it's really kind of, you can take the elements and make it perfect for whatever platform um, you're on. So yeah, we've done your 60 seconds and you know, you're looking around the room. Um, I, something that I picked up on and I'd love to hear your, like what something that helped me out was, picking up on what other, really listening to what other people were saying to allow me to go and have a conversation afterwards about what they was, but genuinely being interested. And we see this all the time. When people want to sell, they come across a bit like, but actually thinking, like really listening to other people's pitches and figuring out, do I know anybody? And then going and have a conversation about somebody else and not, and stop thinking about me. I've put my thing out there now now let me go and is that a good tip or is that the wrong way to think of it it's no it's absolutely right if you can go there with the genuine interest to help other people honestly it will change it will change your world it really will because by the law of reciprocity people will want to help you back um it, and it's i mean honestly i mean joe you can you know about some of the things that have come my way through as, as you say it might not be exactly then it can be further down the line. And in fact, I want to open your minds a little bit too. And, and I just want to finish off that story that I was telling you about the London Golf Club because, and other, other events, it wasn't, I had, and I, and I want to cover this with you. I had a, um, I, I thought to myself initially, well, okay, I'm going to need to be in a group with uh, a caterer, um, wedding dresses, flowers, all of those things was resulted in that, okay? They must be able to help me, okay? It was actually the locksmith in our group that got me in there, okay? And this is where I want to really blow your minds, 
all right? And I'm going to give you some examples for you guys. But the locksmith was always at hotels and venues because people got locked out of their rooms, okay? At the, at the London Golf Club, they had lockers where people would get, use their lockers. They get locked in the toilet. They get locked everywhere, okay? So everybody knew him. So when they went there, when they went, he just said, oh, yeah, I, I know, Jill, it's absolutely fine. Um, give her a call. Here's her number, all right? And this is the difference. He got permission for me to call her, all right? He didn't give her my number to call me because that they don't do it. But when it's your opportunity to do business, you do. And I followed up. I thanked him. I let him know. And honestly, his ears must burn continually because I continually tell people this story because I want to open up your idea of your ideal client and your ideal client, ideal referral network. Okay. And to give you some specific examples of hopefully to open your mind to think about who would be really good for you in your profession to mix with. Okay. Is that all right if I cover that? Yes, please. Please do. Okay. So you've done some work in, in boot camp on your ideal client. Okay. So you're getting there with that. All right. But I'd like you equally to work on your ideal referral network. Who is it that you could link with that would be good for you? Now, the great thing about the community is you, you've broken down some real big barriers because you've helped people understand that this is about collaboration, not competition. So you guys, in, as bookkeepers and accountants, are already doing business and passing business between yourself, subcontracting, helping each other. Honestly, that's a massive barrier to break down. So continue that as you go out into networking, okay? It is absolutely fine to ask other people in your profession who they, who they want to deal with. Who do, they, who do they not want to deal with? You never know, you might do some business together. Okay, but let's grow that a little bit. Let's think about who naturally would come into your finance network. All right, so I'm going to ask if anybody can think of anything, pop it in the chat and the girls will let me know. But I'm going to start you off. So, these are what I've come up with accountants and bookkeepers, obviously, we've just talked about that, an independent financial advisor. Business insurance, a bank or a building society, who's got the contacts there? What about a finance broker? What about a leasing broker? Okay, now those are the ones I've just come up with. Everything to do with finance, okay, they would all help business owners, okay? So you've got a massive amount of businesses that they're dealing with. There's lots more. So you know, make a note of them, girls, and shout them out as, as anybody puts them in the comments because there's going to be loads. Got yeah, inheritance, so. inheritance tax. So um, tax. So you might have people who are doing like R&D claims that is a very specific offering. Mm -hmm. There's lawyers came to mind for me, solicitors working for businesses as well. Pension Someone providers. Yeah. So can you see, you can start, you can start thinking a little bit just about who's in the financial community that you can, that you can talk to because you can definitely pass referrals between you. Okay. But what about this one? 
all right so remember my locksmith okay he wasn't in my wedding group was he you know but he gave me valuable business so how about thinking a little bit outside the box all right what about business coaches who do they coach they coach business owners all right virtual assistants they usually help business owners motor and van sales most business owners buy cars lots of business owners buy vans okay so if you're looking for a particular sector like you want to do cis or self-employed people you know get networking with somebody who's got that hairdressers oh my goodness they are the font of all gossip okay and they know so many people does your hairdresser know what you do okay dog walkers they often walk dogs for business owners because they're too busy uh social media experts they help business owners printers we forget about printers okay i don't mean the things that you have in your office i mean people who print stuff <laughs> don't try and network with your electric printer that's not good news okay um <laughs> pr consultants and steph come up with a brilliant one yesterday that i'd never thought of recruitment consultant okay that was that was that was a light bulb moment that was a, a gold nugget okay so can you see anybody that works with businesses could be good for you and last but not least you covered this yesterday but i want to give you a little i, I love a pen and paper so you can write this one down okay frogs if you write frogs down your page all right this is who you should be talking to first practicing your elevator pitch on them so f is for friends i always want to say friends romans countrymen lend me your ears at this time but no it's not that <laughs> okay so f is for friends r is for relations o is for organizations g is for groups and s is for social stroke social media so going on what you were talking about yesterday especially last in the last last evening's boot camp you covered some of this about how how important it is if your friends and family don't know what you do they can't help you all right and they still even if they're not in business they will still know other people who are business owners all right um i, I loved that one yesterday i think it was you joe said that you volunteered to be the treasurer for the pta okay what could you do with an organization that could help you there because lots of business owners or school governors on the PTA, etc. And um, yeah, your social media, obviously, and, and your social groups, okay, what you do socially. Um, I'm very social down the pub, okay, I do a lot of networking down the pub, it's a great place to do, and you don't have to do a 60 seconds, you know, <laughs> what, you know, all of that stuff is really, really valuable to really just make you think outside the box, okay. Oh my gosh, Jill, this has been amazing. Everyone loves you, you know that. Like, you can't. You can't. And this makes me really sad, Jill. Um, when I've I've marked some of these so I can share them with you, Jill. For Charlie saying you're the six FB mum to all. Jane saying you're amazing. Um, oh, I don't know who it is who's saying that she loves having the power sessions with Jill. Uh, everyone's calling you Mummy Jill. Love the chat, Jill. Um, 
you've given um jill has given me such fabulous advice and given me the confidence to go to a recent networking event um it, honestly you've made such a massive difference to people and I, I just wanted you to know that because like we've seen sort of transformation in the community since you've been part of what we do so thank you thank you um right jill i people can obviously spend time with you in the success lounge so if they are part of the success program jill is part of that she comes as sort of part of the success lounge team and um people can book in a, a quick chat with you they see you from time to time in various meetings tell us a bit about what you do with our success lounge members oh well do you know what if you're in the success lounge please book a call with me because a it keeps me out of trouble and b i get a lot more out of it than i most probably give you lot are amazing and we can go through anything within the program that is anything that is not bookkeeping or accounting related because I am not a bookkeeper and I'm not an accountant. But I love business and I can help you develop your ideal client, your 60 second pitch, um, anything like that. OK, and it is a real chat. And sometimes we come on to do something and we don't talk about that because something else has happened. It's all private and confidential. And um, yeah, I, I, I hope that everybody takes advantage of it because it's really nice to do and it helps you on your way to get through that course which is what we want we don't want you just to buy a course we want you to be successful get through it and build the business of your dreams so um yeah it, it, it's, it's a chat about anything really you can do that. thanks jill um so you'll find jill in our success lounge i guess you're on social media as well jill are you on linkedin have i made that yes you can find me on linkedin remember that i'm a jill with a g and a russell with one l and um it um I've, i'm gonna update the pdf that I've, I'm, I'm gonna offer us free okay so i've got jill's networking top tips i love top tips okay because obviously I've got to update because I've got another penny. Okay. <laughs> but if, 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 if anybody wants that, if they go to the jillrussellconsultancy.com and, and scroll down and uh, click on there and I'll send you um, the PDF. Um, and I've got what we've covered today um, and, a, and a lot more. And, and if I may, um, could I just share a quote with you that's really, really special to me? And I think working with some of the members um we we find sometimes it's a bit of a struggle in business so this really resonates with me and um, and i hope it will resonate with you so this is from sir winston churchill success is not final failure is not fatal it is the courage to continue that counts oh makes me go goosey i think that's wonderful okay oh love that mom love that thank you so much thank you so much you've got so much love in the in the comments i can't wait for you to go back go and make yourself a cup of tea sit down with your phone and go through all of these comments and have a little look at all the love that you're getting um because yeah you're, it's really special we're so so happy that you joined us it really has been a change in the it's like me and zoe we bring a certain kind of energy and you bring something completely different. And we didn't know that everybody needed it. They all, they all need a little bit of it. Um, so thank you so much for today. It's been so informative. Everyone loves to go away with uh, loads of notes and things. So that's been great. Thank you. So yeah, go and, go and get your PDF of Jules Networking Top Tips. We have to say that. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've got our session later on this evening um, at 8 p.m. Oh, have we done two? Honestly, just then I was like, this isn't the second session of the day already, yeah. is it? 
we're back at eight o'clock. Please come at eight o'clock. At eight o'clock, we're going to be building on the session we did yesterday about Ideal Client, and we're going to help you build out your gold standard service. There is also a show up live bonus. You only get the bonus if you're on the call live. So come on to the call at eight o'clock. It's all here in the Facebook. Oh, if you're watching this in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club now, um, that's where the, the session is going to be this evening at eight o'clock. So we would absolutely love to see you there. We're going to tell you about some bonuses that we're giving away the six month success program as well. Um, there are some posts in the Facebook group about how to book a call with us if you're interested in working with us more. Lots of you have taken advantage of that already. So if you want to book a call, I think there are, are still a few slots this week, uh, but be quick is what I'd say. Um, we'll share it in the comments here as well so you can go and find that link. I feel like we should, we've had so many light bulb moments, Jill. You're going to have to buy a few T-shirts. No, I'm joking. <laughs> let's, away. let's give some T-shirts away to people who shared some light bulb moments. But Jill, I'm going to ask you to um, share. I'm going to ask you to pick the number. There were 46 light bulbs in the call. Can you pick? Should we do two? Let's give two T-shirts away. Can you yes. tell me two numbers between one and 46, please? Yeah, number eight and number 17. Okay. Oh, you were so definite on that. So they're my favorite numbers. Number eight is this person asking them about how to of using a house statement. Can you let me know if that's you? Oh yeah, who's that? Someone let us know. And then number 17 is Joe Hammonds. Joe, drop us an email, hello at sixfigurebookkeeper.com, and we'll get a t-shirt over to you as well. Lovely. Oh, thank you ever so much, everyone, for being part of today. We're gonna to be back at eight o'clock. Remember to be there live, get your show up live bonus. And uh, yeah, we will see you later. Thanks ever so much. Thanks for joining us for the Bookkeepers podcast. Why not join us in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club at sixfigurebookkeeper.club or visit our website, sixfigurebookkeeper.com.